0: could be closer. Closer than what? Five-inch nails. Is that a song of his Oh, please. Sorry, I didn't know you were a fucking Trent Reznor fan. Like, Jesus.
1: Atticus Ross? Is that? Was he, or is he just Trent Reznor's
0: composing partner nowadays? Hey, good we, okay. we lost him to Trent Reznor.
1: Welcome to this, the newest good. episode of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast, back after a week off. I'm Sean Peterwatch. I'm joined, as always, by Fabian Guadagnolo. Fabian...
0: I'm
1: surprised you can remember how to say that. Fabian was particularly put out. We didn't do a record last week.
0: Sean, um, you left us. That's not
1: true. And what? Tim Davis is here, Tim. Hello.
0: Oh, how are you, Sean? Good to see you I'm again.
1: I'm well. And I just want to set the record straight. Last week was no one's fault.
0: Tim and I were ready to go on a Thursday.
1: Yeah, but you told yeah, me this on but a but Tuesday. Sean wasn't. You told me this on a Tuesday. Two beats one. When <laughs> I said I oh, will do Wednesday. And he said you couldn't do Wednesday because it's Halloween. You've got kids. Whatever. And then you could. Legitimate
0: not- excuse or not, Tim? Uh, I think it's. Uh, I, reasonably think it's legitimate. I think it's
1: borderline.
2: I was ready to do it at 6 a.m. on Friday, but no one would uh, come with I me. I was happy. I, to- I
0: was happy to do it at 6 a.m. Uh,
1: Mr. We won't do it at fucking 6 a.m. I would have done I would have come straight from work on the Friday. We could have done it on the Friday. But you dickheads were like, no. How were we?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I was uh like I was Marley, in Matlab. I was in pre-derby yeah. mode. That's um oh, yeah, that's Christmas Eve for me. Yeah, so
1: everyone says this. Can I just say everyone says like the, the not the hypocrisy, the inconsistency. Saturday, the best day of racing in the world. And oh you're it's like, got, it's definitely
0: got, go Southern Hemisphere.
1: And you're like, okay, well I wouldn't know. I'm like, that's okay, that's
0: it's fine. It's got more group ones than any that's other.
1: That's fine, that's fine. Yeah, 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 like,
2: yeah, but it's got four group ones. Yeah. Three group twos, three group
0: threes. Yes. Every single I was race this is a to to group race. It's this like morning, the
1: fucking NFL. Every race matters.
0: <laughs> no, it's like saying a race meet is like a game, like a bunch of games of football. So you have got just say at Derby Day. You've got four AFL games where you know the form. It's a bit easy. teams are better. Yep, easier to you, you know their form. You know their plays. You know their history. It's more reliable. And then on the outskirts, you've got a couple of VFL games and then maybe some Diamond Valley games. Yep, fair call. Cool. And Cup Day is effectively the Diamond Valley tournament with the AFL Grand Final plucked in the middle of it. Pretty much. So pretty much. That's, that's, why, that's, a, that's a, why it's hard to bet. Because oh, you just absolutely. don't know the form. Fabian, Fabian. And when it
2: hoses down rain on the morning and ter- turns everything from being you know, good track form of the last month to heavy eight form, it uh, kind of uh,
0: shifts the goalposts. I was, I'm actually spewing because... It was forecast to th- storm and rain on Monday, yes. and then shower was on Tuesday. Correct. Sean, who at the Bureau of Meteorology? I'm not saying... Is uh, <laughs> your name Dr. again? Faye? Is, Is it Faye? Leslie. Leslie, Leslie. love how you take a stab. He gets an Aussie name and goes, I'm going to give Faye a crack tonight. Blanche. <laughs> Can you ask Leslie who's... The chief forecaster? Yeah, because Monday, when we were supposed to get half of that amount of rain didn't rain well, at all. Well, it
1: came in late. I would imagine it was just pushed. The, the front pushing it across wasn't quite as you know, powerful as they anticipated. And it uh, lingered. And thus we got the, the fucking buckets of rain on this on the That's Tuesday. Right. Which
2: is Leslie a classically trained meteorologist?
1: No, no, she's not a meteorologist as such. No, no, she, she works in the uh, sort of the data and um, whatever area. But she's not a meteorologist. It's actually, I don't think there's actually that many of them there, like relatively to the, to the staff. There's like Jane Bunn, a meteorologist. Jane Bunn is a meteorologist. Wow. There you go. Yeah. She is a rigid. rigid. Like the the girls they put on like Channel 9 are just. Yeah, we could do the. We're just reading off the prompter.
0: Yeah. But that's all you need to do.
1: Oh, no, I agree. You just get. As long a, as the
0: information you're given is correct, you get a mm-hmm. meteorologist. You don't need Rob Gell to deliver the. I
1: don't know if Rob Jell... Rob Gell might have been a meteorologist. Is that, is
0: that, had sure. to that a, showing had our Ray be a meteorologist? Yeah, I think he was. I, he I don't
1: know if Mike Larkin is.
0: Mike Larkin. He has to be. Used to give the weather from. Like obscure, bloody location. He does in nice weather.
1: He do, in nice weather, he does. If it's nice weather, he goes out and
0: does it remotely. Just do it from the studio, champ. But what was going on with the green Derby Squ- Day? Everyone, green screen it.
1: everyone goes Derby Day. Oh, it's the best racing day of the year. Derby Day. I love Shorts. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Mock I'm like, yeah, cool, great, have fun, enjoy it. And then Melbourne Cup Day comes around.
0: Best sporting day of the year. No, like, make a- up your fucking mind. No, Melbourne Cup is an event. It's a day off, barbecues and so forth, and. Whereas Derby Day, like, I don't bet on horse racing, but I like to sit down, fucking, Derby
1: Day. Fucking, jeez, I, I, you could have fooled me, but no, by Derby. your
0: texts over the last four days. I, I have laid bets on every race. You are speaking. Am, I'm supporting the you nuggets. You are
1: speaking like a fucking turf expert the last four days.
3: you
2: been hanging around me, that's wow. right.
0: <laughs> no, I just give an opinion on what I've seen. Good. It, I, may, it may not be of any value. It's like, basically, our, our entire podcast is based on views, uninformed views. Where is it? Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, you know.
2: But I, yeah, you're trying right. Trying to be a bit humble. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where is it? I'm Come fine. on, Sean. Lay, lay I'm not, it on I'm us. we fine. Are you trying to find Fabian making it sound like he knows what he's talking about?
1: Yeah. I reckon you
2: had some decent insight into very elegant run.
0: Yes, that's what I'm looking the for. In the wakeful.
1: That's what I'm looking for. Where is it?
0: It's a thousand texts that have been sent. In.
1: I had to mute this fucking conversation yesterday because by nine thirty I'd had. I can understand if he mutes it and
0: says I don't. You know I'm not interested in horse racing. He threw that I'm working. Remember when no, I'm, I'm walking that. into the stadium now I have to mute you.
1: No, That was like three weeks ago when you fuckers. And were you like haven't unmuted us since then. No, no, I am muted. Are you kidding me?
0: Here we go. Here we go. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is at eleven forty-seven on Saturday. So Tim, I think, has. I don't actually know what the state of play was at that point, but Fabian responded first pony through, and then got tested late, but had a good little final kick. I feared he got boxed in, but it just opened up. And I'm thinking, you fucker, you don't know what you're talking about.
2: But that's what happened, did it not? It's, it was a that's a reasonably. Good and then he follows synopsis. it
3: up.
1: He held her back too much. She wanted to go, and he held her up. That should was have the gone when she was wagging her head all oh, over the. Should shop. have gone when she wanted. And if she gets overrun, so be it. After a good Caulfield, she's not done so well at Mooney Valley or Flemington. Fucking hell! Thanks, <laughs> Turfy. <laughs> was oh, were
2: all those?
0: The... What horse was that?
2: Very elegant. Now, <laughs> oh.
1: were, were all my
2: statements just then accurate? I did the rhyme. Well, was... she was actually scratched from Mooney Valley. So, if you call,
0: <laughs> not doing very well at Mooney Valley. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. In race ten. A big pardon. Mooney Valley. She was race ten, number thirteen. Was she? Yeah. How did she go? She was scratched. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought
1: I did the Ryan Reynolds eye roll gif when that fucking string of messages <laughs> no, no, came. No, no, right? I do love the eye roll gif. No, I <laughs>
0: said after her run at Caulfield, she hasn't done so well at Mooney Valley.
1: She didn't fucking race at Mooney Valley. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I said she didn't do so well at Mooney Valley. Didn't oh, no, race. She didn't. And it's
2: Flemington here.
0: I think so her run at Flemington was fine. It was scratched because she was fucked. All right. She runs was, again was that tomorrow. that the technical term?
1: Was that you heard around the stables when you were just down there? It will fucking wear you. Get up at three the a.m. There was an the- interview
2: with Gay Waterhouse the other day, and they said, "Oh, what time? What time were you up this morning?" She goes, "I was up at two oh, So I was oh, I. Well, you for different reasons. Fabian
1: was walking the track with his umbrella out oh, of Flemington.
0: Deadfall. He goes, "Deadfall." is a good track. Good track. Good track. Good track. So can well we got to? We'll quickly recap. Quickly, quickly recap the valley. Because we weren't here for the... We haven't recapped the valley.
1: The valley? Fucking yeah. when was that? Well, we didn't do a podcast because someone was unavailable, Sean. What, we got to do a, a recap of a race meet fucking 14 days nah, ago.
2: Well, that probably goes too it. far back. We can talk about Winx. And we can talk about Winx's uh, four uh, in a row.
0: What did you think I was going to talk uh, about?
2: Dog no, yeah. dogful performance? Yeah, yeah, she ran again yesterday. No good. Um, she finished 4th Yeah I she think. finished on
0: quite She's a good
1: horse You said this She's yesterday She's good horse You were like You were really pumping up the 4th
0: oh, I'm sorry listeners That you're not privy to our You know Group well, texts. fucking happy to publish them Anybody just Just <laughs> just, you know Tweet us through your mobile number We add you to the group text So you can join in the so you uh, giggle along yeah. With
1: the frivolity
3: <laughs> What?
0: wonder how long for you Fucking mutus So obviously Winx is One How of 26 28 in a row 29 29 so. How many
1: of the fucking good horses Has she raced against Look, oh, they're good
2: horses. Oh. I mean, they're, they're invariably they're Group One events, so they're attracting good horses. But it's um, like the
1: fucking NFL What is it? The AFC? What is it the NFC? The AFC East? The Pats. It's like that. No one's going up against it. Like, ah, oh, well, wait, just wait till she's fucking gone. Well, I think as you say, Hartnell.
2: Hartnell definitely has followed a uh, race preparation this uh, this time in uh I think Hartnell had trying a crack to find another. It. Uh, another avenue towards winning races, and he won the Epsom a couple of weeks ago. Broke the track record, fucking um, a Hartnell. Yeah, so he he maintained. He shows how good of a horse he is. Except he's existed. He's he's the Daniel Kowalski of equine mm, flesh at the mm, moment. Mm, I reckon.
1: Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah. Deep pull, like it. Um, can you give me an explanation as to why um, female horses, fillies, if you will, mares as well, yep. why are they dominating?
3: Oh,
1: I or just, am I wrong? Are they not dominating? It well, feels they, like they're fucking dominating. No, well, I
2: think it's just like having certain draft years where this year we've got good tools. Next year we've got good midfielders. i you know it heard, just Things just go in cycles. and
1: I heard uh, Scoob was talking about this. Oh, as so I, was, I, was I was driving, I don't know where I was driving, SEN was just on, and before losing the will to live and driving myself into a power pole. I gave it about 90 seconds. Um, oh. And he was talking about how perhaps it's because more horses or male horses are being put out to stud earlier or they're being, they're not actually being raced at the moment. Like you said, it's a cycle. And they're not yeah. actually being raced as often as they maybe used to be. They're actually just being put out.
2: Look, th- there's probably some... What would you rather um, be doing true <laughs> well there 's some merit there's no doubt there 's some merit in it in that
1: horse is only with us for a short time so <laughs> well if, if you 're
2: talking about the pool of horses that are available, if you 're a good cult mm-hmm. and you 're performing and the type of horse you are is going to be attractive for breeding on the Australian scene moving forward, mm-hmm. why would you risk your horse? Sticking a foot down a hole if he's worth twenty million, forty million, sixty million. That's now. what he's saying. Yeah. So, so you take them out of the pool. You don't get to see a six-year career or whatever it works out to be for these horses that are high quality. Whereas if you're a gelding and you're not going to have that as an option, you can race. Why the do they geld horses?
1: Temperament.
2: Uh, temperament. Yeah. So basically, they can misbehave. They can get a bit flighty. Um, Just
1: don't fucking race them. Just like. This horse is a loose cannon. But, but, but feet if, feet if feet you feet haven't that, won, you
2: if have you haven't f- won, you, you, how do you, how do we know that you are going to pass talent on oh, when Jesus you go to study? If, 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 if you don't have, it just seems
1: like a fucking long boat to draw to be like, mm, i reckon we've got to chop this horse's cock off. Well, I <laughs> don't chop the cock
0: <laughs> off, Sean. Correct, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> this is the question I have for you. It's the one bit that I'm not an expert at at the moment. That surprises but, um, me. It's the one only one thing you're not an expert. And at, obviously, like. horses aren't pets. But they can female be. pets, you fix them. Male pets, you can you can obviously fix them as well you don't really there's no fixing of a female horse is it? she always remains
2: well no yeah i guess i mean you, you could give a horse a hysterectomy i'm sure if you really wanted to but um cats and everyone if
1: you really wanted to
2: um but yeah look I, I they they've talked about Winks sort of saying she's now a 7 year old mare and you invariably find Female horses, after a while, they kind of just get the urge to say, I want to be a mum.
1: Do she, they though? This is fucking, this she is becomes well, a thing. She becomes a brood man. This, this is another thing. They can That's sour a little this bit. Is
3: they another don't should I get that much. right?
0: A brood mare. Yeah, true. This a brood, is a brood,
3: another
1: try. thing I always hear. Oh, she's just telling us that she's, she's fucking not telling you anything. Rubbing <laughs> up against fucking f- fence posts. Jesus. Oh, you know, Jeez, she's. Jeez, what's Wiggs doing? Oh, geez, she Yeah, Wiggs, she's been telling us lately. I think she's ready for a spell. <laughs> she's been telling you shit. She walked into the barriers backwards. Yeah. Winks, what are you doing? Oh, she's giving us... She's time. had enough. Like, and that's why I kept on... What was the Chautauqua? Chautauqua's got a lot of fight. He, he wants to be out there. <laughs> Fucking knees giving you open. nothing. Chautauqua doesn't move. Not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should see him at track work. <laughs> it looks great. It's like, Jesus. They're always talking about... There was this great um, Ardman who did, you know, Wallace and Gromit. And, yep. Um, what was it called? Creature Comforts or something. They did these shorts years before they did Wallace and Gromit. And one of them was... Um, were they still plasticine? Yeah. yeah, and one of them was a greyhound, like in the box, talking about how it's going to run like it was a proper athlete. Yeah, they were interviewing it before the start. It's like, yeah, looking for a really good start, and that, uh, that should keep me in good stead. Hoping to keep you know pace. And they're like they were playing up this attitude that he just runs as fast as you can for as long as he can. Yep. He's trying to get that rabbit. He just runs as fast as he can for as long as he can. That's it. And the horses do the same, but they constantly pump up this. Oh, she just knew when to go. Fucking Jesus.
2: <laughs> the jockey probably has a little bit to do with that. Give but,
1: me a spell. But in
2: fairness, and I've always said, I don't think we said this the other week, the other day, um, and I don't know if you actually saw it, it was quite funny. They started in a race, mm-hmm. and um, it might have been a race that ran, it was a race that Ranier won when he was one of our nuggets. And they, and they, um, they jumped out, and there was a horse called Bricktop.
0: Is this race, race, the first race, the <laughs> okay. first race
2: on Derby Day. No, no, no. It no? was this was when it won at Caulfield, Caulfield when, when I got yeah. the, the three legged multi up. Yep, and they jumped out of the barriers and the jockey on Bricktop got dislodged. Oh, and he fell off to the side, but he landed on his feet and he sort of hit the ground running <laughs> and it was like for three strides he actually tried to keep pace with the horse <laughs> in hopefully in preparation to sort of gather himself and jump back on that'd be the most amazing thing ever. yeah exactly right Say so you're not Usain Bolt mate it's yeah. uh it's not gonna work yeah. but um but yeah it was um it's quite fascinating actually all
0: right and I'll ask you I'll give you my highlights of the day as no, well but highlight know. of yeah, of Derby yeah. day I've got a clear one but you tell me yours Shalala well, that was
1: mine too. Um, you didn't fucking know that horse existed seven days ago.
0: Am I acting like I knew what the, ho- the horse existed? I just wanted that on the record. No, but Tim's nugget was to... Tim absolutely knew that horse existed yeah. more than seven days ago. And You'd never heard of it. With obviously the sports bet power play, you get one power play a day. Yep. You
3: if told you can, me. <laughs>
0: if you can log in. Jesus Christ, that was that's another... We'll get to that later, but... Yep. You told me to hold off for Shalala, so I got eight fifty on Shalala. Fantastic! She was dominant. what also, did you put on it? No, nah, I'm am just, just there for a flood. I put fifteen dollars yeah. on. Cool. At eight fifty. At eight fifty, yeah. What were the odds? No, about- no, 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 no. I fifteen was the next race when I started to get cocky. Ten dollars on. Uh, what was?
1: On what were the odds without the power play? Seven. Seven fifty. Oh, it's not that fucking good, is
0: it? So. Well, it's fourteen percent. Oh. You know, my highlight of it Took the my m- account from twenty three dollars, you know, past a hundred, which, which gave me something to you know, my, play with You yesterday. know
1: my highlight of the Melbourne Cup was
0: Don't say when that horse the died. Public holiday. No. The huh. rain.
1: Oh,
2: I loved it. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> you just right. love to see dreams yeah. just torn apart.
1: I loved it. I, I feel for the organizers, because it's no mean feat putting on an event like that, whether yeah. we go to the Grand Prix or the Grand Final or whatever. Like you feel for the guys putting the whole thing together or like if it was a terrible day at Mooney Valley when Winks runs or whatever, you feel for them because it's this is their big day and this is this is their you know the day that they spend three hundred and sixty four days planning for. True. Yep. So I feel for them in the sense that oh it's like it's a shocking day weather wise, but
2: they did still get eighty three thousand very good result. Go.
1: But for um, all the Fabians out there who are fans of racing for three days a year, and there are many, there are many who turned up and they're, but
0: that's the whole th- great thing about being. So I was not saying, Australian, but a bad wagon bandwagon jumper. But that's the point of Melbourne Cup. Stay home, have a bit of a party, get together with friends or family. I'm and talking about the guys that go to the race. Like, they, they're not there in... I've been to the races once. They're not there in February when they're doing it? the race meetings out there. They're not there with the six other people. I've been to the races once. I went with, with Tim and my lovely wife. How'd we go that day? We had ridiculous... Must, we, had, we were growing in the... Oh, uh, it was November. November. Fucking hell. It was stakes day, so it was like nearly mid... Month, early to mid month. But yeah, we looked horrible. We looked horrible. And walking, it was a scored like a 38 degree day. Yeah, it was a hot day. I remember that. And walking back. With
1: the back, horses, you know, what do they call it? Sweating up. up.
2: My mate just lives <laughs> In over a the muck river. Leather.
0: <laughs> so I got a mate who just lives over the river. It wasn't that far of a walk. It was probably about a K that we had to walk to get to my car. And then it was an easy ride home because we were kind of out of the area already. Epsom but- Road. Um, in yeah, and it's around more near Edgewater, yeah. I just I just right. and, I just <laughs> and I just stopped in someone's. I just stopped in someone's front yard, man. I just got the hose and I just, I just, I went for a full shower. I was, mate, I was dying,
1: <laughs> like a vagrant.
0: So yeah, <laughs> a little bit like a vagrant, pretty much. But uh, yeah, so I don't go every year and dress like a. You sure, I, just, you, I, just, I just take you talk a passing a interest game. and you have a, of, f- a bit of fun. Talk a I game. put a bet on every race. You know, it's it's a two three dollar I do it just to have an interest. I'm not doing it to make cash, because I won't. I don't know anything about it, but mm. it could afford me. But um, um,
1: do we want to do a rundown of Melbourne
0: Cup? Shalaya yeah. That, well, Chale was a highlight for Derby Day. Yeah, look, absolutely. And for, for
2: those that managed to watch it, it was just one of those races where she was sitting about tenth in the running. She was on the rail. She's a horse that's got a devastating finish. But when you
1: sit back in the field... She's you, like the stone-cold Steve Austin correct. of <laughs> you, need, you need a
2: little bit of luck in running, and uh, the jockey's <laughs> taken her to the inside, and basically what she needed was a couple of the horses in front of her to be able to separate just enough so that you can get a horse through the hole when she's ready to go, and sometimes it just doesn't happen. In the same race, two of the other highly rated horses, Uhud and uh, Amphitrite, both rode for luck, and the gap just never came. They probably had horses full of running that just weren't able to attack the line at all. But when Shalala got the split, and, and of course, when you watch a race and you're just watching your horse, when you saw the split come and, and the gap was there, she went through it. And she looked like she was going three times as fast as any mm. other horse in the field. And, and again, when you backed it and had a fair go at it and you see your horse charging like that, there's a there's few better feelings at the racetrack. So,
0: yeah, real highlight. So onto the cup. Yep. Obviously, the nugget, the, the best nugget of the day was obviously the, the Quinella on the actual cup itself. Yeah, we were happy with that. We
2: um, we had we, we put two in. Didn't we put in Muntaha, the five Munterha, and
0: we had Marmello. In, into the field. Into the field. And, and and if you're lucky enough like I was, Timbo, I removed a few of the uh, the Mortadellas from yeah, the field. Good, good call. Good call. Um, so anyone who was eighty to one or higher, I thought no. Nah. Your glue factory material. <laughs> but, but but that but that's actually part of the theory with the
2: field, is if you get the you want that Penzance one. horse that yeah. has the day, race of its life, you've got a horse that, in the case of Marmello, was good enough to finish second, mm-hmm. and you get something at 100 to 1, your $74 Quinella that was what it oh, paid so it's probably pays 10 times that. Yeah. So um, Because just not many people will have co- covered that combination. Yeah. So
0: so I had 50% of the, the Quinella, so I got a $35 Win, Sean? I got the first four. Timbo got the first four. First four fuck.
2: paid $42,000, Sean.
0: What the fuck?
2: <laughs> exactly right. I had 1% of it. Jesus.
0: Still a nice collect, though. It's a
2: good collect. And when when they crossed the line, I thought, oh, this will pay about 10, 12, maybe. Just sort of thinking that, you know, I mean, first fours can pay a fair bit. And the thing that you forget is with a 24 horse field, the number of combinations there are is.
1: So what did it end up paying? forty
2: two
0: thousand nine hundred dollars <laughs> you're saying that's because of the kicker they they throw in for cup day like minimum yeah they they have a
2: they they a guaranteed pull of seven million dollars, yeah so at the end of the day it's worthwhile having a crack at um so I did and um but the way that I did it um yeah I, it meant that I got one percent i I actually put the bet on literally two seconds before they started yeah sure. um so um it was just a throw at the stumps and thought oh, I kind of feel like I should be involved in this and mm. A little bit like what you were sort of saying is, you know, some of the dud horses you try and leave out, but you always know you want a little bit of value. Yeah, And so they were pumping up Finch saying that it's, you know, a real long striding horse, very athletic, and you thought, oh, well, this should suit two miles. So I threw it in on an absolute whim. Um, The top three I was always happy with, so they would always be a part of it, but it was getting Finch in for fourth that added the value, so that was... A nice little story, albeit not for, you know, I'm not retiring, I'm a $430 collect, but still, it's a nice thing to be able to say. It sounds yeah, good.
0: Absolutely. But um, else caught your eye?
2: Oh, well, we were just talking before saying, you know, Huey Bowman weighed in half a kilo overweight and has ended up finishing second, and you sit there over 3,200 metres, half a kilo has the chance to genuinely make the difference between winning and not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously as the race was playing out, he was getting to the end. He was thought he was close to winning, so he was giving the horse an absolute whipping. But I reckon in his mind he's gone, I'm I'm over over my handicap weight here. If I don't win it, this is going to be pinned on me. I may as well flog the horse to make sure that it wins. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't win, so he gets suspended and fined for the excessive whipping. <laughs> he gets fined and suspended for the... Um, for being overweight and uh, and he had a third suspension i don 't know if it was in the same race or you know caused any interference or whatever i, I can 't say that i 'm absolutely aware, but at the end of the day he 's off for a month is so when they weight a horse that 's obviously the combination
0: of the jockey's weight plus whatever they their gear yep so so if you're a, but do they, they add plates and stuff? if required so wouldn't, wouldn't you rather if they did have to carry added weight wouldn 't you rather that weight be on the jockey? Yeah, absolutely. Which is obviously—it's almost not more dead like weight.
2: he's carrying it because, like mm. the horse doesn't know. All the horse is going to feel is the weight through the saddle mm. on its back. Mm. So whether it's—you know—you wear it on top of your head or in your pockets or whatever. Timbo, it Timbo,
1: matter. Timbo. Horses are very perceptive creatures, <coughs> and they know exactly where the weight is, who's carrying it, and you know. I think that you don't give them enough credit. They I know think exactly Sean is a bit. very,
0: very pessimistic. But um, pessimistic. Pessimistic. Yeah. But we'll touch on, we'll move off from horse oh, but we'll do your nuggets for... Well, can I just say one thing? I think the
2: one thing that this, the last two days of racing have really, really shown is yep. um, we always talk about stayers, and to be a genuine stayer, you've got to be able to run, you've got to be able to relax, and then when you get to the end and your jockey says go, hits the button, um, you've got to be able to respond at the end of a long race. We saw Extra Brute win the derby, which was pretty much last on the turn. Yep. We've seen... Um, both Marmello and Cross Counter that were basically in the last three on the turn that have been able to run through a whole field in, in a field of 24. So what's the turn
0: about 800 to go? No, no, it's about... Four,
2: oh, there it's about 5, 550 because by the time they straighten okay. up, they run a bit and then they cross so not, the 400 oh, metre so, line.
0: So 800 is kind of within the turn. It's yeah, kind of, they're they of coming around, around the bend by then. Okay. So
2: they've literally run through the whole field over maybe 550 metres, which I've always sort of thought you've got to be going a little bit earlier than that. Mm. But But as you said, there's also they're probably going their fastest or accelerating while the rest are starting to slow down.
0: Starting to slow down. It looks
2: better than what it actually is. Slingshot. Yeah, because I mean, as they rounded the turn, Marmelo sort of wears dark colours with circles or stars or whatever it had on it. But they're quite distinctive uh, colours when you see them. And I've sort of taken a look at him and gone, "Oh, he's he's out of it." Yep. And then I'm watching the race, you know, listening to the call. And then all of a sudden, he's bursting through. And it's sort of like, for a moment, I thought, was I looking at the wrong horse <laughs> when I thought he's got no chance? You've got to give the
1: horses more credit to him. No, well, clearly he, I do. He, he and, knows and, and, what he's doing. he's
2: charged through. I thought, he's won. And then you, and then you sort of pan the – because you're looking at your, – again, you're looking at your horse. And then you pan the rest of the field. And you think, is anything coming? And for, for a split second, I thought – Nothing's coming And then all of a sudden You're seeing the red cap Of cross counter And it was flying And again Just finishing so hard At the end of a race Like that is seriously impressive Generally
0: that wide Coming home for the cup, like, well, I the, they, they Well, again, up. it's a twenty-four horse race, right? so you've got to be somewhere and on the track. Fabian, so. you know, I, mean,
1: I would have thought that a great horseman like yourself would know this. Um, the track being as it was on Tuesday, cut up by the rain, and obviously the the race's pride, they're probably just looking for their their line. I imagine on the straight, rather you're, than you're the, almost
2: sounding like an official. Rather than Sean. all just
1: bunching up in the slop. Do you
0: sleep during the uh, the running of the I, cup? Sean?
1: This is not a lie. I was.
0: You fell asleep. Yeah, no, dead in set. In the middle of the Melbourne yeah,
1: Cup. This is not a lie. You're going to think this is dead set. Because the race is at what, 3.04, whatever it is, 3.04? 3, 3 o'clock, and yeah. By the time it's, is it starts at 3 or. <laughs> starts well, at 3. It's, it's
2: scheduled too, but they've got to get 24 horses. So I the...
1: was watching something else on Foxtel, waiting for 3 o'clock, and I just nodded off and I woke up at quarter past 3. I missed it.
0: <laughs> I love it. I woke it's up the to, race that stops the nation. I woke up to, <laughs> mm. to Bruce. Of, it's the race that puts Sean to bed.
1: I woke I woke up uh, to Bruce um, morning Cliffs of Moa. Uh, he was like Bruce Wayne visiting fucking Crime Alley. It was all <laughs> forlorn. Yeah, I look at sad. And I was, like, I was like, like I was like, what the? What's happened to that? What's happened here? And I'm like, oh shit! Luckily, a
0: few races later, another horse went for a bit of a sixer. But yeah, shit. and they said
2: they were all fine. Yeah. So whether it was just slippery or whatever, I don't know. Or whether it just it was actually running well. That one, mm. Galaxy Raider. Galaxy so, Raider.
0: We'll talk about our. Oaks Day and Steaks Day Nuggets. Uh, yep. Later in the pot. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Yeah.
1: Uh, what are we going to talk about? I so just want
0: to hear Sean's dulcet tones. Okay. So, what are you leading us to now, Sean?
1: Uh, we can have a brief chat because I know you don't want me taking up too much time with uh, Formula One.
0: No, let's talk about Formula One. Uh, okay. Uh, Lewis Hamilton won the world title. He's fifth. He's fifth. Uh, Where does he sit in the all time rankings? Depends who you ask. No, or, no, as far as we're the number of you. titles. <laughs>
1: Um, he's equal second
0: With Fangio Okay Juan Manuel Is that his name? Yes
1: So um, obviously Michael 7 Yep Lewis and uh, Fangio 5 Prost and Vettel have 4 um, How many has Fernando got? Two. 2 Fernando won his back to back In 5 and 6 um, Just trying to think uh, Senna's got 3 Jackie Stewart I think's got 3 uh, and a couple of other guys a couple of other guys have got sort of threes and four. someone else might have a Ford I'm just trying to I can't remember their name but look he, in terms of titles one. but I, I think that he has a little bit like Michael don't talk Sean he, he has won titles in one of the most dominant cars ever put on a Formula 1 grid that car has won five world titles in a row
0: tell us what he's done when he's not been in a dominant
1: car uh, he's whinged a lot
3: <laughs>
1: uh, he's complained about what he would do in a good car um, and and it's it's a bit of a shame. Look, I, I'm I'm one that I appreciate Lewis's ability, but I, I've never looked, warmed to him yep. as a racer. Um, he, look, he, he has he the one title. His first title in 2008 was won on the last corner of the season when Timo Glock was. It looked like he was driving a fucking Flintstones car, <laughs> and he couldn't keep it on the track. And he passed Timo Glock on the last turn at Brazil. And, uh, and won it, um, Massa had already finished and won the race and believed he'd won the title um, for Ferrari. But yeah, look, he, he's a, as, you know what Mark Webber said? Mark Webber once described Sebastian Vettel. He goes, yeah, he's a good steerer. Good and steer. he didn't mean it disrespectfully. It was kind of a bit of a grudging sort of thing. Yeah, he's a good steerer. He's a good driver. But is he doing what any other driver would, wouldn't do in that Mercedes? Absolutely not. You put anyone in that? So we're machine. talking about
0: Sebastian. We're we talking about Lewis. Lewis, you said Sebastian. Oh, but I mean, when Mark oh. Webber said that about okay, Sebastian, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'm following. You. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I just I put it on Fox Sound. I kind of just dozed off. Sorry. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back I with understand.
1: You. But you know, look, it's it's a bit it's a bit frustrating because you hear all these guys talk about it and they pump themselves up. But um, if Dan Ricciardo's in that Mercedes, if Verstappen's in that Mercedes, if Vettel's in that Mercedes, they're winning the world. And title. this is
0: where I. Yes, he's got seven, so it's not like he's it's questioned yet. But while you say Michael did win a few championships in a in a in a car that was almost on autopilot, he won a few championships. But do look, re- do you know what Michael the, has? Michael has up his sleeve. He was fighting with Micah Hacken until the last race. He was fighting with the Williams of Hayman he, and Vilner. He was he was driving a, Heyman, a, Damon, sig- a Sigma uh, Damon Hill. He was driving a no, Sigma. No, he, he
1: Scorpion. So when when he crossed over, like there's there's a bit of conjecture about the Benetton that that Michael drove and, and how legal it was in the sense of active suspension and was it strictly adhering to the rules and whatever. But he obviously had a fantastic uh, record in that pentaton, won two world titles, mm-hmm. um, then went to Ferrari. When he joined Ferrari, they were a basket case. They were horrible. Like yep. people don't, they were absolutely horrible. And He was uh,
0: almost driving a Flintstones car.
1: They called it the jet fighter. It was just terrible, <laughs> terrible car. He, he, he inherited in 96 and to come so close to beating Damon Hill and Jack Villeneuve in the really dominant Williams Renault in 96, 97 and he took them to the last race. Mm-hmm. He took Villeneuve to the last race and I think Hill might have won it a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. But then to be fighting with the McLaren Mercedes yeah. up until last
0: gasp. Yeah. And Suzuka even, every freaking year.
1: But you think about 99, breaks his leg, Eddie Irvine's up, up, in, up, uh, up to it in his neck in the world title. Yeah. Michael comes back for his first race after breaking his leg at six or seven weeks off. It was thirty five seconds ahead of the field. That, that car was starting to get a little bit better, but look, he, he he was a fantastic driver as well. But Lewis, I'll use the word greatest. Yeah, it, it it's a compelling story,
2: isn't it? You know, and we we've talked about you know where where he'd been. Um, uh, Showing that he was ready to take the next step to be great, but he's made the bold move of going to a Ferrari yeah. who weren't great, and and he's been able to take them on board, build with them, grow with them, and just made them a better team. And, and they They, built and they that, made him a better driver as well. What like they so. built
1: that. So they without they built you know with John Todd and Ross Braun at Ferrari to eventually become the powerhouse. Yeah. And then
0: let's and change everything because Ferrari are too dominant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everything.
1: And then Mercedes, have, they've entered that sort of um, yeah. memorandum. Let's not change anything now. When, well, they've or, entered that memorandum yeah. of understanding with the FIA and the like where they actually can't change the technical regs until a certain point, and it's just benefited Mercedes beautifully. We touched on this with Dan moving to Renault in that he is only signed until the revision of the technical regs, by which point Renault might be good or the rules might be rewritten or a seat might be available at Mercedes or Ferrari or whatever. I still maintain at some point Sebastian will drive for Mercedes. At some point. The best German in the German factory team. Yep. Just makes sense.
0: Let's get... Let's get uh... Ricciardo in, uh, in the Ferrari. And I
1: think that may be what happens. So, look, it's it's a it's a great achievement for Lewis to win his fifth. Oh, fucking Frustrated the way the season panned out because for a part there it looked like we were going to have a really good championship with him and Seb trading blows and it just didn't eventuate. We came back from the break and I don't know what's happened at Mar- uh, Maranello.
2: thing i've ever had to do and uh and i've had a crack at it and um never had any issues with my three sons when i was changing nappies but you see some things on funny home videos where
3: the gag reflex
2: reflex, yeah i couldn't be there i couldn't i couldn't even be in the room so um it was
0: horrible so Tim just ripped up the carpet (laughs) oh well well, yeah
1: this is going to be really funny in the edit because we lost about 10 minutes so we'll just come back in like just just you talking about fucking changing nappies and gag reflexes. You missed a delightful story about a greyhound farting. <laughs> we will not
0: to go back over that.
1: Fair so, enough. So how long have we been? It was like it was like ten minutes. Well, not even ten minutes.
0: What is with you not re- recording? Don't I know. see. I see him fiddling <laughs> around with the machine. I'm thinking this I, fucking I, I idiot. Every single happening. week, he either doesn't change the, battery, he doesn't he doesn't the, the, it the batteries, doesn't erase the card. I changed the battery. How you have gotten gainful employment? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not,
1: I'm not professionally producing podcasts. Well,
0: you're not doing that here either. No, you're amateur.
1: No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> but that, that was good. That was, it was a good chat. That Tim Tim kept us occupied yeah, whilst know. I figured out where we were up to. It was up the bit where we were talking about Seb and not challenging for the world
0: title. Yeah, who gives a fuck about that? Tim's got a dog that's shitting all over the place. Yeah, yeah.
1: And was, I was really, I sort of half paying attention because I was trying to figure out where we got to. But good the story. story was, it was engaging.
0: <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> Where are we on to next?
1: Uh, football. We won't go
0: back over my Funko Pop stuff. That's we don't need to do. It. Yeah, yeah. No, fair call. Cool. Sean's irritated with Funko Pop. I,
1: but it's a short story, I, basically, I've gotten into buying. <laughs> I just
0: them. wanted to throw some bait to see how yeah. much he would. We won't go too
1: them. much. I just got into buying them just out of nowhere. So I got I got four at the moment. So
0: all my Blink One Eight Two gags have been missed. Sadly, <laughs> yeah. I was saying how
1: annoyed that Blink One Eight Two have done a they've done two of the three members of the band. Why am I buying two of the three members of the band? Blink One Eight.
0: Not all the small things Yeah <laughs> There's just two of the small things
1: But yeah, so it was uh, that's, that's frustrating But so, I got four I got four I got David De Gea yep. I got uh, Prince Akeem at his, He would have been better
0: last year He's probably not as good this year No, nah,
1: no, nah, he's a bit No, nah, he's not having a great year Got uh, Prince Akeem in his McDowell's uniform So, so it's fantastic. different
0: to the one you got, Matt Akeem you got,
1: yeah, so When you think the, of garbage Thanks
2: yeah. to my African connection
1: <laughs> uh, What's a uh, Ferris Bueller Yep. Uh, what's the fucking other one? Yeah. I love it so do much I've forgotten the about for it Daddy? already <laughs> That's yes, what he's saying Yes It's when he's pretending who he's To be a dad uh, I bought uh, Jeff Goldblum In uh, Jurassic Park When uh, he's uh, on yeah, the Brony <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's a beautiful movie what the, What's the fucking fourth one? Continue talking Amongst yourselves I'm going to see If I can remember Pee-wee Herman
3: Alright so there, just-
1: oh, I do like Pee-wee but there is a Pee-wee one. I, of course I, there is. I don't, I don't like it enough to... I like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but I, I don't like it enough to...
0: to <laughs> oh, what was
3: Pee-wee?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're a few weeks into the A-League, Tim. Yes, we are. Sean, are you allowed to talk about A-League? No. <laughs> John, Wick. John Wick. John Wick. John who? John Wick.
1: I bought John John Wick Funko as well. You're obsessed with John Wick. Oh, fucking, Have you never seen it? Never seen it. Tim, who is John Wick? Oh, People keep asking if he's back. Okay. No, if you haven't seen John Wick, Dead Set See It. It's a fantastic movie. I would give John Wick... And the movie is called... John John Wick. Wick. Keanu Reeves plays a... It's John Wick 2? Yeah, Chapter 2. John Wick plays a retired... John Wick. Keanu Reeves plays... This is how good his performance is. You think that he's John Wick. So he plays John Wick, who is a retired hitman. And it's set in this, like... I don't know how to describe it. It's like, you know when you watch... The beauty of a film like Zoolander is how the absurdity of the world is just perfectly constructed. So the absurdity of the universe in which Zoolander takes place, you don't for a second doubt its like authenticity sure. to the characters. That this is how they do and this is how they act and this is how they live. You're like, yeah, I get it. I buy that. John Wick is like that. It's like this underground world where these hit men, hit men and women... Rome and how they conduct their business and how contracts go down. And they go to this hotel and when they stay at this hotel, like there's no killing inside the Continental and it's this very, you know, prestigious establishment, but they're all there to fucking kill someone. And it's this, this, the, the way they establish the world. And the idea is that somebody, John Wicks just lost lost his wife and somebody um, wants his car. This Russian businessman wants his Mustang. Yep. So he comes in and like steals it from him basically. And kills his dog, who was a gift from his wife. And then he goes and like wants revenge. It'll do it. And then in the second one it kind of takes it a bit further again, but it's they're fucking brilliant. They're so, so Keanu brilliant.
2: Reeves is a hitman.
1: Yeah, John Wick. The eponymous hero. I just didn't I
2: it's has Keanu a,
1: ever played
2: a villain? Uh, and, and maybe that may not necessarily be a villainous role. He's just a not really. a, a a bad person who's he's obviously like, driven to do other things. Yeah,
1: like he's played like he's the he's a hero like in this yeah. you are rooting for John Wick. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, okay, cool.
1: But it's a it's a great movie. The dead set. The, and and
2: when was it made? How old's this? Two
1: thousand and thirteen, maybe? Yeah, okay. And just, just
2: on that, mm-hmm. you guys are shaping me into a better person. Right? Excellent. When we did our Father's Day show, we were talking about the Google Chromecast.
1: Oh yeah. I
2: bought myself a Chromecast yeah, when I picked it up from JB Hi-Fi this morning.
1: Oh, looks looks good in the packet, Favin. <laughs> i to say you got thought you're going to give us a product like no,
0: review. No, 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 I'm um Do you have a Netflix account or something yeah. like that? So, yeah. obviously you could just put it on the phone and Yep. Bang, you got Netflix on there. It's obviously good for YouTube. I just watch YouTube on it basically. Yeah. Premier League.
1: Yeah. Beautiful
0: cast. Beautiful. Yeah, no. But
1: I would give John Wick. I would give John Wick four goals one. Oh, there we go. Yep. Four goals, one. Mm, Four goals, one. Good. And I'd give the sequel three goals, six. Wow. Not
2: three goals, seven. Three goals,
1: six. And like the third one's coming out shortly. I'm looking forward to that, probably next year. What's maybe. that going to be called? John Wick 3. There we go. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. Part three? Uh, I think it's John Wick chapter three. Oh, chapter three. Oh. You've never seen him, man. What do you mean, I'll sni You'd probably watch it and you wouldn't tell it's me. Keanu you, Reeves. You would watch it and you wouldn't give me the satisfaction I of saying you enjoyed it. I will watch chapter one
0: tonight. Of course I will. I'm yeah. honest. You'd be I'm an honest, you'll, Joe. You'll do honest, this, John.
1: <laughs> you'll do this, and you'd be like, eh, "It was all right," but secretly you'd be like, "That was fucking amazing." Where's two? Need to watch it. I will movie watch
0: movie. it tonight, and I'll give you my feedback next week. You gotta,
1: you gotta accept the world that they're selling you. You can't be like, all right. I
0: know how you get with good movies." You now what hasn't been accepted. A handshake between Kevin Musket and Ernie Merrick. You're absolutely right, Sean. Mm. Crickets.
1: No, it's just a storm in a teacup.
2: Yeah. Look, um, look, we've we've talked off-pod. Have we? Well, a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fabian than I have, anyway. Oh, look, it just seems... It's obviously the breakdown in relationship because you're talking about a premiership captain and a, and a premiership coach. And, yeah, but... And obviously, it's, it all has to boil down to... And Sean's obviously off the record. Sean's an employee of the Melbourne Victory. He's given us no inside information. So him yeah, donuts. Don't, but it's obviously when Ernie got sacked, whatever, many years ago, it's got to come from that. Yeah, and, just, and was, just because was, they were premiership was, captain, premiership
2: coach didn't mean that they were be, best of mates the and through. all that sort of stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm too. pretty
2: sure. Yeah, um, you, you don't have to be best mates. So I I think one of the big things that came out of um, Richmond's success, they they talked about um, Neil Baum coming into Richmond and supposedly... Um, he ensured that a lot of the leaders of the club were on the same page because evidently they were very, very different characters. Um, so um, uh, they um, again, they just they don't have to be best mates, but they've got to spend a lot of time together, and you've got to make it work for the I young suppose- kids that are trying to follow your follow the, the example that you're um, that you're laying down, and obviously in the case of. Um, Merrick and Musket, if they weren't good mates the whole way through they they clearly made their relationship work.
1: It's but like now anything that they isn't don't
2: it? have to make their relationship work mm. well, they don't have to be friends. no, mates. it's
1: like anything I mean, without wanting to you know suppose or allege how things happened or went down because none of us were there, mm.
0: but take like everything that comes out of Sean's mouth as fact.
1: no, but it was just like you think about we talked about blink too just before you know th- these are guys who were in a band together for a long time, had a lot of success, and then it just got to the point where they weren't anymore. yeah, it's fine, but it's not. They went from having a really good working relationship. It's like in anything. You see that all the time. We sit there and go, as Tim has pointed out. I mean, if if people think, if the rank and file fan thinks that everyone inside the walls of the Essendon Football Club or the Collingwood Football Club or the Carlton Football Club are fast friends,
0: they're kidding no, themselves. No, but to despise but, each other. Well, we don't know if they despise each other. It looks pretty frosty. Pretty fucking frosty, Sean. Jesus, they won't shake hands. And and, mm, and, and Conte shook hands. Maybe it's just like I don't like shaking. And they want to kill heads. each other.
2: But they may be at the absolute depths of their of their relationship right now. I mean, mm. in two years' time, five years' time, they they may they may have gone, you know,
0: let bygones be bygones. he mm. yeah. doesn't smile though. Doesn't really give much. Does nah. he? Yeah, he's a bit like that. One of,
1: one of my favourite stories like that was um Ewan McGregor and Danny Boyle. On the plane. On the plane. It's a fucking ripper. Yeah. He's they made a bunch of films together for tra- tra- train spotting. Yeah, so they yeah. made train spotting and like a life less ordinary, and yeah. um, maybe one more, might be those two, but they were really good friends. And uh, Ewan McGregor thought, or he was, he says that he was led to believe he would be in The Beach, which Danny Boyle was making
2: instead of Leonardo. Leonardo. they had teamed up a few times. they teamed up a
1: few, mo- and they were very good friends, and he was led to believe that he goes, I, I was under the impression that I was doing that movie and I had this role and blah, blah, blah. And as things happen, Danny Boyle's getting a bit ahead of steam in the industry and the, the studio, in defence of Danny Boyle, the studio probably comes to him and says, no, we can get Leonardo DiCaprio to do this.
0: this kid's, get Romeo.
1: This kid's coming off fucking Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, yep. not so much The Man in the Iron Mask, which is an okay
0: movie. Titanic's still the number one movie in um, Eastern Europe. What's eating in, in Eastern
1: Gra- Europe? Great. Yeah, Titanic.
3: Titanic.
1: <laughs> I was about to say, "What's Eating Gilbert Grape?" He was fucking ridiculous in, yeah. and he should have won an Oscar for that. I don't yeah. know how he didn't. Tommy Lee Jones won for playing himself in
0: The Fugitive. It's fucking ridiculous. His best role that he didn't win anything for was Catch Me If You Can. No. Nah. I was watching that the other Catch night. Me Love Me. that movie. Catch mm.
1: Me If You Can is brilliant. I think we've spoken about it before. Hand ready, hand
2: ready, hand knock, knock, knock.
1: Like it's <laughs> it's a brilliant film. It's a brilliant, brilliant movie. Great movie, but great movie. DiCaprio in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Was outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. they. Ewan McGregor thinks he's doing this movie, and it comes out. No, he's not. DiCaprio's doing this movie, and they didn't speak. Danny Boyle and New McGregor, who had been very, very, very good friends—if not best friends—very good friends for such a long time—did not speak for like wow. fifteen years. Fifteen at all. Wow. And New McGregor told the story about how he was. It was like the Hong Kong Film Festival or something, and he was there for some for a premiere. I think he was premiering his his some movie he'd made and. Danny Boyle was on the judging committee. He was like the head judge of the, the jury. And uh, he goes, I sort of saw that, and his wife had mentioned, oh, Danny's going to be there. Can you'll see him. And he was like, oh, maybe, you know, whatever. And anyway, they go there. He didn't cross paths, whatever. They're coming back on the plane back to Heathrow. And he goes, literally in the first class or business class area of the plane, he goes, it was me, my wife, and Danny Boyle were the only three people on the plane in that section. And he goes... It was the most surreal moment of my life because I remember sitting there thinking, Tonight's the night. He goes, so I got on the plane and there's Danny and it's just us. And he goes,
0: Didn't Danny have his reading light on? Tonight, he
1: goes, Tonight's the night. He goes, We're going to bury the hatchet or we're going to, for the first time in 15 years, he goes, Tonight's the night. We're going to have a chat. We're going to have a, gonna, you know. He goes, And I, you know, couldn't get up. and I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was, you know, nervous or whatever. He goes, And Danny was there. I could see him. And then all of a sudden, Danny's light goes out. Because then my light goes out and that was it. Wow. And then they ended up they did end up re convening well, for Transporting Two. Yeah, and yeah. Danny Boyle said he had this told the same sort of story where he said, Yeah, because I was thinking sitting there thinking, All one of us has to do is stand up.
2: Yep. And if they're good mates, then as you say, just immediately
0: everything and dissolves.
1: And the beauty, have you seen Transporting Two?
2: I haven't got to it
0: yet. Beautiful no.
1: movie. Have you
0: seen You wouldn't have seen it. It's a
1: good movie, Fab. You haven't seen that. You but, watch
0: some dog shit movies, Sean.
1: Yeah, this is not one of them. But the beauty of Transporting 2 is if you watch it knowing that story, it's actually a very similar thing to the um, uh, sick boy and uh, and um, Ewan McGregor's character, Mark. Yep. It's that very similar thing where they haven't spoken. Have you seen the first one? Yep. You know how uh, Renton robs them at the end. He takes yep. the money. Yep. They haven't spoken Spoiler since. Spoiler alert. They haven't. fucking <laughs> 20 Two-year-old movie. Not seen it. They haven't spoken. It's not a huge part of the film, that No. Oh,
2: yeah, exactly right. See the movie. It's, it's It's a great movie.
1: But they haven't spoken since that. Wow. And he walks into the bar and he sees him and they, they have this really frosty sort of showdown. And then they just slip seamlessly back into sort of being, eventually back into being friends. Yeah. And it's that, that sort of parallel. We've digressed. But that's we're talking because- about Kevin
0: Musket and in- this is how much you're trying to avoid all talk of <laughs> Melbourne victory. <laughs> You've spoken shit for five minutes. Ten, ten out of ten, by the way, Sean. <laughs> Very well played. <laughs> um,
2: the, lead, can, the, can, can the Can I digress for a moment, please? Oh shoot, got a couple of messages from um, from Matty Skeel. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to Matty. I don't know who that is. Do you know, and and to Jay Hyatt.
0: Shout out to Jay. I've Jay on Twitter. Do you remember when? And we should revive. We'll. We will I'll intentionally revive it next year in, in season. We used to have this Carlton Group email and it was basically you invite anyone you wanted who was a Carlton supporter. It doesn't
1: the email doesn't go off chops, does it?
0: No, it's just ever it's just us passionate Carlton supporters. It's like I was in because of Tim and Tim brought a few other people. Other people brought other people that Tim yeah. didn't know. So you didn't know anyone, but you knew enough people that
2: and if enough's happening, you can send the email saying, I you know, just ran into yeah. David Park. But and Matty
0: Skill had, no one knew his email, so he had about 15 email addresses. Did, like his And
2: yeah. CC Matty Skill. Oh he, like, and I think, he, I think you get him now just on Gmail. <laughs> um, <laughs> but
0: the, you do recall him having about
2: multiple. Oh, yeah. I think it was a Coles. Coles A-N-Z? Meyer or ANZ. <laughs> ANZ I think it was, yeah.
1: Did he get near him? Was he getting these emails?
2: Oh, no, he was. Yeah, he yeah, got them. Yeah.
1: Did he ever respond? Matty,
2: Matty's measured. Yeah, he's when, he, when he's got something to say, it's gold. Okay. It's absolute gold. Yeah, so Whereas I'll sprout off any old fucking fact, left, right, and centre. Mm-hmm. So uh, and and one out of ten will actually come to fruition. I'm usually
1: very um, emotional on the Sunday and the Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. by the Thursday, I'm, I'm more measured and I'm yeah. more optimistic. Yeah. I'm usually very. This is horseshit.
0: I I only in football. Lose I, I, no, no, I need therapy. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give Tim the call. Like, I'll generally give Tim about half hour to get to the car. Yeah. And then I'll say, Are you in a car yet? Because I need to. Have you even
1: noticed? Have you even noticed? This is a knock. This is a, a, a right between Fab's eyes, this one. Have you even noticed if this guy, if he fucking rings you, he will chew your ear off for as long as you are valuable to him? So, till he gets home into the driveway of his min-laws or his parents or his own house, he will fucking hold you to the phone for as long as it takes to get him where he needs to go. If you <laughs> ring him, you've got fucking five seconds.
0: No, no, no. Tim will tell you. There's times where when we reach where we have to go or we get somewhere, Tim and I just go, got to go, mate. That's how we end it. We just... Yeah. Because sometimes you, you just have to cut the other one off. Well, but we
2: could keep... We could
0: talk I night. put fuel in one night. I stopped at Caltex, put... Seventy litres of fuel in the Commodore, paid, got back. Tim was still talking. <laughs> I did that one day where and
2: I was any of my mates that are listening to it that go, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I've done that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whilst filling up every now and then I just leant into the car and the hands were I said, Yep. Yep. I had one with Fab. So where I could hear him for, I spoke for about
1: it wasn't that long, I spoke for about three or four minutes and then when he's fucking not there, but the phone's dead. <laughs> But Shit!
2: That that is good. That is good. It's, it's like a it's like a pod record.
1: Uh, yeah, it was. It <laughs> happens every couple of weeks. for
2: So us, anyway, back on killed. point. Um, it appears. Um, and what are and, we talking about? Well, this is what we're getting to. Tim's got it, some information. It appears um, that Carlton supporters may be getting groomed to the um, to the possibility or the the likely reality the possibility that we will be trading pick 1
1: oh fuck off what for well i don't know
2: they're just saying they they're it, it's saying that the talk that talk says um we're pretty keen on cashing pick 1 in to having at least two picks in the top 10 oh. so and we we've, we've talked about this and and look i must say i'm absolutely comfortable with using oh, pick 1 on sake. future uh,
0: future or current I think
2: or the way I'm reading is it's saying I
0: mean I understand he wants I I understand I think the top six or seven that this year this is very good. Sauce yeah. wants to get back in the first round yeah. this year and he's willing to sacrifice yeah. our next year's number one.
2: But see yeah. I don't know like i if I mean he, he would know he would be able to read the tea leaves, but I'm where Carlton's at right now, we've gone kids, 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 kids. We need a little bit of leadership
1: now I disagree with that completely Do I just think we should just stay the course just just keep going
0: look I I get it but where are you getting the leadership from anyway by increasing your your hand at the
2: draft it's just more kids well no no my point being that uh, I don't think he'd trade next year's draft pick if he thinks that Josh Kelly is available now uh, and that's what I was going to say he may be able to read the tea leaves and say I really don't think I'm going to be capable of getting Josh Kelly over the line so therefore in a very very rich draft um, I'm happy to cash out of 2019 to get into 2018's mm. top six. Um, and, and I know you've got two King Brothers floating around in there oh, that, if that, we that land scare, scare one, the shit out of you. If we land any of the King Brothers... Well, you say it every week. I, I understand this. You could so.
1: just take one of them at one. I don't want any of them. That's what I mean, though. I just don't understand why you would trade... Ugh. I don't want a tall, But if you trade Rankin.
2: one for three and six and you take Rankin and... Um, Smith, yeah, I understand that. I, I, I get why you're doing that yeah. because cause he may say, "Look, I'm really putting Walsh and Smith kind of similar," and I reckon I'm getting I reckon I'm getting Smith at six, and he might say, "I genuinely think the best talent in the draft is Isaac Rankin," but you know, but he may say, "I I, I don't think I need to take him at pick one." So there's something, and again with live trading, somebody may just throw something massive. you're saying there's something Braun? Well, he's saying that there's something brewing. So yeah, but then I've heard it's other others I've heard, others, I've heard others in the last fortnight say that Sam Walsh is just a lock and he's basically at Carlton already. So um, I, I'm I'm not sold on any one over another one. But that it doesn't surprise me because I think on an open market and the value of pick one, um, we're obviously doing a draft special, aren't we?
1: What have Port Adelaide got?
2: 5, 10, 15. Fuckin', they're not high enough. It's Gold Coast. It's got to be good. The only one is Gold Coast, and as you said, but why when would you they are trade rebuilding, three, why, if them. you've got 2, 3, and 6, why are you trading them? You just... It, because they're crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Unless they want Walsh. Correct. They just want Walsh real bad. Well, look,
2: the bottom line is Walsh is a country kid. Brisbane seemed to have nailed this approach... To be able to say, I'm taking country kids, taking them to Brisbane, because there is no go-home factor for a kid that lives in, well, well with
0: Sam while well, she lives in, like... Um, but do you want to uh, get him that close to Brisbane? He's a Brisbane supporter. Well, he's a Brisbane supporter, yeah. So if you're a Gold Coast, you want to run that risk, come here, get acclimatised, and then just move 45 minutes down the road.
2: Yeah. But as you say, I mean, you'd have to trade for them and all that sort of stuff. But they may be sitting there going, we're trying to get Rankin and Lacosteus over the line and getting comfortable up on the Gold Coast and not go back to South Australia. Maybe, honestly, maybe they're sitting there and going, oh, I don't know that we're going to hang on to these nah, guys. No, I, I honestly... So sorry, and they say, if we get one, we get the country kid from Camperdown, bring him up here, keep him here, he'll be our future captain, we'll build everything around him. Yes, we've got three draft picks, but if one or two of the three draft picks are going to be gone in two years and we're not going to be getting the same value back. Are we better off upsizing to the kid that we know that we can keep and and hang on to him and, and make him part of our future? And I just reckon I, I look crazy. at go, that's actually really smart.
1: I just reckon they're crazy. I just, taking, the Gold Coast tank Rankin, particularly Rankin, it's why, because he's gone. He'll, in, he'll, yeah. he'll do two years, then go back.
2: Yep, yep. Whereas I think Lacocious looks like the sort of kid who – might be in it for the long run. Mm. Mm. The other one is they're saying Rosie's his best mate, and so if you get if you go lococious Rosie at two and three, maybe the fact that they go up to, together and just sort of say, "Look, let's let's build let's build Gold Coast, let's make Gold Coast a powerhouse." Mm.
1: Yeah, then one of so anyway, buyers. look, it's a, it's, a, it's it's a really
2: it's a really interesting thing, I, and 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 the fact that live trading is coming in, um, it's been a, as they said, it's been a long long time since a pick one has been traded. Yeah. So if Sauce... If, 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 well, exactly right. If Sauce has got the agates to do it, he's he's got to be sitting there. He's saying,
0: got two giant bolt bets there, mate, just waiting yeah. to... Uh...
1: Well, it's like... I, I say this all the time. It's like Ari Gold, when they're at the screening of uh, Hyde, he goes, you know, this fucks up. Don't you fuck me. He goes, don't you? <laughs> he goes, you don't come back from this. I don't come back from this. You go, that's fine if you trade one. Go, yeah. That's your job.
0: That's fine. Do it. But the consequences are. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. It was like Ari at the screening of uh, Medellin where he slept through the whole thing and then when the lights come, he goes,
1: loved it, loved it. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen if this goes badly. <laughs>
2: well, as, as you say, for a bloke like Soss, they talk about Sam Walsh as being the next Joel Selwood. If he is a generation, What a lucky prick
0: who lands in the, one of the best sides yep. going around.
2: And so you sit there and you're going, he, if, if, if he trades him away... And even if the two guys he gets end up both three hundred game players at Carlton, but are a more of a I don't know, insert player here, you know, good player without being a an immortal, hmm. you trade you trade away the immortal, yeah. And and again, are you comfortable? Are you comfortable making that call? Because you will sit there and they they say they polled thirty of the kids who's going to be the number one draft pick, and apparently twenty eight of them or whatever the numbers ended up being said. Sam Walsh, they just said, you know, he is. They refer to him as Mister Perfect. So it's it's the decision. It's, it's tough, though. I you think you to got to
1: I think sauce. So. So, I think you have to be willing to concede that you don't really know.
2: Well, I, yeah, you have or, to be or, willing or to. Or concede. sat there and he's done interviews with a couple of other kids, and just going to sit there and go, look, Sam Walsh is awesome, but these two kids yes, look, are this just guy, are the best kids that I've interviewed in ten years of recruiting. At the age and of I eighteen, I have to have these kids.
1: The age of 18, trying to forecast what someone's going to be at 23, at 25, at it's 28. It's awfully hard. It's that's awfully probably why and you're getting going,
2: multiple picks, you can hedge your bets. Well, and that's. But then the other thing is you may also say, well, we've had a lot of picks in the last three years. We're comfortable with the quality of the kids we've got moving forward. Comfortable with the majority got, of the quality. If all we've got to top up with is just class when we can get them, when Sam Walsh is there, you just take him. don't
1: you? Yeah. Anyway, interesting. We're going to move on now to uh, Fab wants to have a quick chat about the World Series, which was shaping beautifully uh, when Yassiel Puig put uh, the Dodgers 4-0 up in game three
0: and then just uh,
1: no sorry in game, game four, four.
0: four put them 4-0 yeah, up in game four we talked about 2-1 didn't we or was that 2-1 in the uh, that game, ACLS game three was the, the game three was the one that went for, forever yeah game three was
1: That's 17 right. innings 18 innings yeah.
0: so Eight innings, um, two um, matches. Yep. so
1: when he when Pui, they had a
0: 14th inning stretch
1: when yeah they well not quite but no they did when Puig put them 4-0 up um, phenomenal I was thinking, oh, this is a series. But it's had that yeah, that nagging sort of like the Red Sox are just a better team.
0: Clearly. And that's why we're not going to talk about it. I wanted you to bring it up just so I could say. The Red Sox are just a better them. side. But it's like Golden State.
1: They're just a better team. Like yeah. you could see it. You sat there thinking the Dodgers have to be absolutely brilliant to win a game. Yeah. And they won the, the longest game in postseason history or whatever it was. On the back of the Red Sox not being able to fucking hit anything yep. all night. It was just extraordinary one-off. They had them on the ropes in game four and ended up losing it. And then it's over. It's over, yep. Yeah. They just had that smell about it. You're, you're the, the Dodgers were white-knuckling it. And you're thinking, if you don't win tonight, you're fucked. It's done. And yep. they didn't, and they got brutally rolled the next night.
2: And again, it was like Golden State, Cleveland in the NBA Finals last year. Yeah, you know, no, Cle- no, they were Cle- robbed. Cleveland had to win the game. Yeah, Cleveland and, and, and they, they basically the game. Had, they had it, they had it won, and, and and taking no, no, but taking a win away from home, getting home ground advantage back on your on your terms. Mm. Geez, it opened up the uh, opened up the competition, and then from that sliding doors moment on the
0: uh, the charging
2: call was it a charging call or a blocking call on LeBron.
0: It was charge. a. No, nah, blocky. It was called a charge on the court. And then they've, and they, they've they, amended they, they, it. They've turned it into a block.
3: Yep.
1: I fucking. What is happening? This is going to be a really short digression into basketball.
0: That's right. I'm done with But I wanted no you to bring one, up baseball just so I could
1: say. No one F Boston. seems to want to fucking defend. No.
2: No, exactly. It's right. actually
1: got to the point where I don't follow basketball, but it's gotten to the point where you're hearing all these scores and it's somewhere 130 to 118. Yeah and you are thinking
0: there are a lot of what is happening i know this sounds silly to say there's a lot of bad teams yeah the the, the
2: difference between the top and
0: the bottom rather than saying there's a mix of good and bad there's just a lot of really bad teams well
2: there are teams that are just rebuilding and and they're resetting for their future and they mm. they're bringing youth in and they're trying to work out who can yeah. play um and the systems aren't in place they're not waxing together yet and uh, and again, you know, When you looked at a team like Golden State that were as good as what they were three and four years ago, and they brought Durant in,
0: I mean, mm. you know, they,
2: they've they've just—it's a juggernaut. It's, well, my
0: boys are are in full rebuild mode. So, yeah. but Zach Levine—they've been in
1: full fucking rebuild mode since '98.
0: Did not he score forty-one today? We've they? been in full rebuild mode since '98. I've been in rebuild mode since '98, mate. 2010, we were the number one seed. We had the MVP on our side. Yeah, yeah. And then we what made happened? the Eastern Conference Finals. And then what happened?
2: Blip on the radar
0: you ever heard of Derek Rose? Yeah, Great, great but, to see Derek Rose. Yeah, he dropped was 50. It? You just hate basketball.
1: I don't he, hate he's basketball. In my super,
2: he's in my fantasy team.
1: I don't hate basketball, but I'm thinking, yeah, mate, that's great. He dropped 50 and they had a win. Wonderful. But now you'll just go back to giving nothing for the rest of the season. And just pff, loping from one game to the next.
2: Last pick in the fantasy draft, Derek Rose. was very happy when he scored 50. Yep.
0: Then didn't play the next game because he's a-
1: I get so, it spot on.
2: That's
0: Absol- so, in a nutshell. Nah, his injuries have, have curtailed a what would have been a a great career. But um, Toronto have... And uh, our mate with a funny laugh, what's his name? Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit Eddie Murphy-like. It's um, a little bit Eddie.
2: They look very good. Toronto's been a very good Kawhi side Leonard for a long is, time. Kawhi
0: Leonard is... is, is because he's so quiet and he's not flashy, he may not get spoken about. He's a megastar. He's, a, he's Finals amazing. MVP. This bloke is Twice. top three. Yeah. This bloke is top three players in the NBA when well, he's up and running. He'll
1: be playing in the uh, purple and gold next year.
0: There's Kevin Durant. And I did say the other day LeBron, he never grew up a Lakers fan. Yeah.
1: No, well, he was going wasn't he going to go to the Lakers? And no, they it was couldn't. The and the San Antonio wouldn't. wouldn't
2: be, they wouldn't do the trade, but he becomes available at the end of the year. So
1: yeah, he'll just you will just go to the Lakers. At no, the end of this season Maybe,
0: maybe. But no you maybe. are right It's a defenceless league At the moment And it's a bit um,
1: It's just like it's just, You know what it is It's thousands Of fucking all star games And you hate three ball too I hate three ball I don't mind the Like throw the three No issues But it's just like That's all these teams play Yeah Is three ball
0: Did you see clay the other day It's just boring I know this sounds it's Like This sounds like a uh,
1: Old man yelling at a cloud
0: Kinda, of, but why don't you just go? Look, just take his legs. Get a technical. I don't care if you're out for five games. Clay Thompson tries to shoot a three. Just send him into the stands. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not great, look.
1: Old no. mate, Bill Lambier. Like, Are you i just know, having a chat. Yeah, he
0: would be too. In certain sports, like mate, you, when there's that, that, that thing that Tim, you want to you want to do X rather than doing Y, which is the norm. You want to be the outrageous. You're going to kind of have to the Dennis Robin sacrifice something. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like no layups has become no threes. The, that's right. The dunks, like if you wanted to come in and, and dunk, mate, you earned it back in the day. Like yeah. if you came into the key against Kenby Mutombo, do you know what I mean? It's not good on pod, is it? No, it's not good on pod. But we all, <laughs> we gave the waving finger. Whereas from from three, it's just.
2: But maybe it's just one of those things that if you've got that much skill, then you can kick it out there and you can land it. Well, you know, Hack too shock. good. Too good. As soon as he gets there, true. Hack But then as you say You're going to hack You're going to hack Clay He's, well, he's, 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 going, he's, go, he's going to go He's pretty, probably hit the shot anyway And he's going to He's going to sink his fourth free, You know Free throw anyway Yeah fuck him But, yeah, I, but The, I, hack, the, the hack's
0: going to be Something that hurts like, Yeah you know, Breaks a wrist or something Yeah yeah. Not not against Clay specifically I'm just saying It just It is getting a bit All-Star like
1: Just like put some pressure On the fucking shooter mate
0: But then I still remember Larry Bird always
2: saying That they always He always knew The Celtics were going well when on any play down the court, all five players would handle the ball. And it was pure basketball where it's about passing the ball. It's so about confusing one-on-one. your opposition. Yeah, it's just moving the ball around and just, just waiting for the right spot. So it may not necessarily be a set play, yep. but everybody's you know court aware enough to be able to say, there's the ball moving, old mate's free, away you go. Boom. And whether old mate is you know dropping it down to that big tall white guy with the dark hair, what was his name, from the Celtics? Joel
1: McHale. Not Jock McHale, but he's McHale, Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Joel McHale's a comedian. <laughs> I thought you yeah, said he is, Jock yeah. McHale is in he the was, Collingwood Code. He was in Ted. He was in Ted, yeah. He was the guy at uh, Lance Armstrong's uh, Nut. Yes. He <laughs> He was the guy who um, John said, I hope you get Lou Gehrig's disease.
2: <laughs> uh, have we got much more? Are we
0: moving on to the Nuggets? Uh, NFL? Did oh, you see the fucking showdown? Fucking Jesus. No, did you oh. see... I'm trying to yeah actually no,
2: you do need to talk about this I, I didn't watch a lot of it i I was more conscious of the um the response afterwards and and uh who was it it was um was it skip Bayless, wasn't it yeah <laughs> skip skips yeah. skips skip some more skips a shock jock, but um skip
1: just refuses to give lebron any credit yeah, ever. He,
2: yeah exactly right he he's he is a set against certain people. And uh, and he's obviously been a, a Tom Brady lover for a long time. You but the, the reason f- I want
0: to—it's not. This was never a Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers matchup. No, that's what it was New England versus beat. Green Bay. Swap the quarterbacks over at halftime, and give them the opposite teams.
1: Yeah, but you're like a reverse Skip Bayless. Why? You just refuse to give Tom any credit.
0: No, no, oh, no, I'm no, going to no, channel no, no. the spirit, no, 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 of no, no, Alex no, no. Billard. No,
1: no, 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 no. Right. I have been I've been inhabited by the spirit of Alex Pillen. All right, Give the man the credit he no, deserves. No. He is the he's most a successful quarterback. Years that
0: doesn't make old. you that does not make you the greatest. What does he have to do though for you to consider where, where is no, he? No, no, he's in the top ten. In the top he's ten. He's probably in the top five. But he's... he's not as good as Dan Marino. Oh man. I guess how many rings Dan Marino's got? Dick. He's got as many as I have. Yeah, so I would the argue the greatest quarterback. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketballer of all time, considered. Robert Horry's got more titles than Michael Jordan. He does. Yeah, no, I understand that. But
1: but everyone sits there. For me, it's not necessarily about titles. It's about, like, he has lost more Super Bowls.
0: No, Tom gets told he's the greatest because, and I keep getting that stupid emoji sent to me about the, the five rings. Tom
1: Brady has lost more Super Bowls than his rivals have won.
0: That means he's in a great team. No, but I mean. Dan Marino's revered and he paid. Sometimes it's more than the majority that. majority of his career in a dog shit team. There's
1: this great line in this um, BBC or ITV or one of those channels did a magnificent tribute to uh, Alex Ferguson when he retired. Yep. And there was this great line at the end of it where it says something... The line was something to the effect of, he leaves behind a generation that knows nothing but success. Hmm. Tom Brady... For a generation of New England Patriot fans, he has been the constant. He has been the ever-present. Belichick as well, clearly, but in terms of on the field, he has been the man for nearly twenty years.
0: He has got it done,
1: and he gets it done. Do you know he got gets got done? them to the Super Bowl. He
0: gets them the. ring. Jimmy rigs. G got it done for a couple of weeks. A yeah, couple of weeks. Jacoby yeah, Brissett no, no. got yeah, it done a week. Which what did it show you? Yeah, a the week. system yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah, almost so four. They got it done for. But a he didn't week. win five Super Bowls. Jack Gunston is an all-Australian. Yeah. Jack Gunston couldn't be full forward at freaking West law.
1: Mate, those right. guys did it He's for in two in weeks. An awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm not disputing that, but you you sit there and you say, oh, Jacoby Brissett didn't fucking some guy won a competition at half time <coughs> to come and be the quarterback and he won the game. You crap on like that, that's fine. But <coughs> Brady's done it for the better part of two decades.
0: You're confusing I'm not saying week Brady. In, I'm not saying out. Brady is shit. I'm not saying Brady's not a good quarterback. He's one of the great quarterbacks of all time. If Tom Brady... He's not it? the greatest. If Tom Brady Yeah, but Fabian, how do you separate them? Yeah. Like, at, at, at what point are you not
2: giving Tom Brady his dues? Is it because you're saying the Belichick system is so strong that... He's a part um, of his... He that, that even a, a, a marginally less lesser quarterback could still get it done? Is it cheater? You could argue well, I, that,
0: I know. I know what you carry on about. You could it, argue but, yeah. that Tom Brady is the... He is the... What about the tuck rule? How'd he get away with that? He's got a ring because of the tuck rule. Well,
1: it's not his fault. It was a fucking ratified rule. It's bullshit. It was a fucking ratified rule. They are the
0: least flagged team in the NFL. You, you, mate, you they know. They
1: filmed opposition practices. Mate, you know as much as anyone. Manchester United. What was a huge part of Alex Ferguson's success at Manchester United? What was a massive part of it? And this is a huge part of the game.
0: What? The the, the referee Intimidation. Players? Yeah
1: is an enormous part of the game.
0: Do we go around Chelsea and film their, their training? Uh, no, but we certainly uh-huh. fucking bullied and harassed referees. Did we referees. deflate
1: footballs? We certainly bullied and harassed referees for okay. a long time. Okay, but that did we deflate footballs? But That's not there. You know what it is? <coughs> Give them enough rope. Give them enough rope. They got away with it. They didn't check it. They didn't look at it. That's not, there. that's not the New England Patriots job. Surely somebody in the other fucking team went, this ball's flat. Surely, at some point, one of the other fucking players... No one picked it up. They only fucking whinged because they lost. It was only a problem because they Cheater, lost. Cheater.
0: And I don't like him. If he wore well, an Eagles... Did not like him, but 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 I give him his dues. If he you wore Eagles... He's one of the greats. To, He's to. not the greatest.
1: If he wore an Eagles jersey, you would love him. You would no. love him like you've never loved anyone in your life.
2: I, I still remember um, my older sister, Angela... Shout
0: out to Angela. Shout out to Ange. Ange. She's following us now. Oh, good good to on, see Fantastic. Us on, on, fantastic. Uh, Ange, great work. On, on Twitter, for anyone else who wants to know, our handle a- is a- at the Ian Prender, E R underscore cast. Nicely done. Thank you.
2: Ange, Ange is a Sydney supporter. And Ange has her favourites. Um, needless to say, the day that Tony Lockett smeared Peter Caven's nose completely across his face, she was ready. She hated him. Hated she this man with the pitchforks. Hated him. And then, obviously, a year later, or the next year, next year, he's playing for the Swans. And I reckon it took her a little while, but obviously, she got there. And then she's had to go through the Buddy Franklin experience. She hated Buddy, and now Mate, she's just—we didn't speak just about one it. of her boys. We didn't
1: speak about it during the baseball. One of my favorite movies of all time is Major Should League. Joe
2: Jackson. Yeah, I love Major League. Major League is okay. The Dreams.
1: Good dreams is good. But in Major League, I think it's Major League Two when they sign Jack Parkman, who's played by David Keith, who looks a lot like Bryce Gibbs, if you look at the photos. Absolutely. <laughs> um but he plays Jack Parkman and they big off season's signing and Bob Uka, who plays Harry Doyle, yeah. the announcer, does the line partway through he goes, couldn't stand him. I think he played for the A's or whatever, couldn't stand him, he goes, it's amazing what a change in uniform does for your opinion on a man. <laughs> yeah. That's what good it is line. simply good line. simply Tom Brady, like I said, Belichick and him—the ever ever presence—you could argue that he was the first meaningful plank in that dynasty, in the sense that Brady comes in and he's been there for a long, long time. You can't dispute the. I can the dispute longevity. The body hard of evidence work. as to why I can dispute. And I then, think it's hatred. Yeah, I and just think it's hatred when he's opposed as, as to why
0: he's not the greatest of all time.
1: Yeah, the man, the man that you claim is the best in the league,
0: Aaron Rodgers, clearly
1: got. Fucking taken to school. He's got no fucking weapons, Sean. Taken to the fucking cleaners. Whatever. Move
0: on. Let's move on. If the, the, I can't
1: mate, argue NFL with someone who doesn't reverse, watch it. If it was the other way around, no. if the Packers had it done to the Pats... I'd be
0: the Pats dancing a jig Packers, to the fucking bagpipes right now. You'd be, I'd be loving it.
1: You'd be fucking... You'd jerk yourself dry, and then you'd be crabbing and be going, oh, how good is... Oh, Brady Goat, whatever. You'd be doing that shit. What happened be, to Tom... Yeah, you go in February.
2: Uh, can I ask a genuine question? What, when On you put NFL, up 40? And still couldn't get the job done. <laughs> uh, NFL, New Orleans now won seven in a row and knocked off the LA Rams. That's the
0: other headline, great game. Yes. And then now everyone's um, going, the Rams are
1: shit. No,
0: Fucking I still think. Fucking said it all along. If the Rams are who they, I think they are. Where was the game? They bounced, It was in New Orleans. Fucking eight, in the, the dome. So, dropping one game. Loves the dome. Dropping one game, I still think the Saints have to come through LA to reach the Super Bowl. Yep, and I think at uh, where are LA playing? They're the, playing at the Coliseum. The Coliseum yeah, they are. with no one watching them. Home? No, no, no. It's full now. Okay, it's full. They're rocking, and the Coliseum LA. holds a bucket load. They hold a lot of people. people. Still home of the USC Trojans, but um. The scene you know of know what? Carl 1984... Yeah. You, did you remember trying? seeing the, the opening uh, ceremony in
2: 1984 and the guy that took off... You probably weren't born. Um, took off in the jetpack? Sean <laughs> wasn't born. <laughs> what about... It's also this the, the most scene, American uh, thing you've ever seen in Sean your life. Sean wasn't born, but It was but also was. the
1: scene... Uh, you didn't see it in the movie, but it was the uh, scene of the opening ceremony and the track and field events, at the Junior Goodwill Games in the Mighty Ducks 2.
0: There you go. Greatest opening ceremony, though. Still, uh, Sean's going to go, oh, that's Soul. typical. Nah. Barcelona,
1: Barcelona, Barcelona. That Barcelona, arrow, that arrow, arrow. arrow. I arrow. was in grade five is...
0: when, when I saw. You went to school the next day, and you were. So the, the event It was amazing. The it
1: event, okay. The arrow was in Barcelona, 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 Barcelona. Yeah, it was there. The arrow could have landed in the car park, and it was still there. Yeah. Two yes.
0: when he got the arrow. You're watching that on TV, and you're going, "He's going to fucking do it!" Wow, I'm, an, I'm a ten year old watching that, going, yeah. "It's the greatest, it's the thing best thing I've ever seen." I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not thinking, you know. The if only you're thing- in your twenties you're probably go. Like, oh, this is bullshit. This is rigged. But as a kid, you're like, what, what's, "What's he doing?" The
1: only thing that's oh sort sewage- of no way, no way,
0: no way, <laughs> and he gets it in. I think I think it actually actually goes past. It goes over because yeah. they
2: had a, a shot with the shutter open, and so they they the, they they track the path of it, mm-hmm. and you can see it goes over mm-hmm. the back of the. But as long as the gas is hoiked up high enough, oh, mate, it, it's and, light. And I reckon I reckon it was ten meters higher than it still lit it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the noise when it hit it? <laughs>
1: Woof. The only thing that caused a <laughs> greater surge eyeballs. in arrow sales was uh Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves, yeah. And
0: Brian Adams songs. <laughs> Saw that at the cinemas. you fucking would have. Robin Hood Prince of Thieves? Actually,
2: Except- you know when you see things that stick with it? Mm. I, I'm I've always been a bit of a N- an NRL fan. Yeah. Oh, no. and, um, Sean give us the give us the whistle.
3: <laughs> Sean hates the whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I the- love the whistle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, but um 92 um
1: of course north the east no no no
3: no, no,
2: no.
1: <laughs> australia played great britain ah oh, i thought it was and, gonna be new town new yeah. town versus uh, with the this <laughs> is <Bears. Balmain. Balmain. laughs> anyway
2: they had a they had a series over here and it was it was fantastic to watch but they showed a bit of a highlights package Ooh. and there was one of the games have where tape? australia won and as they said Mel Meninga, uh That's was the big difference big. in this game but they showed this highlights package of Australia playing Great Britain. And in the end, it was backed by um, Brian Adams. The oh, thing no. I do, I do it for you. Oh, forever. shit. And, and, but it, it's one of the ones where they're playing the song and then the song goes down and they pick up the commentary and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and honestly, to this day, it is... What, 92? It's... Uh, it's 26 years ago, and I still think it's probably three or four minutes
0: of the best oh, highlight package you have ever seen. We're going
1: to find this, and we're going to put this on Twitter.
2: I'm going to if find it. I'll send you a
0: task. SBS on Saturday or Sunday Oh, <laughs> used to used
1: to show a very particular sort of music. At the end of uh, uh, World
0: Football, Liz Murray would depart and say, we leave you today with... Uh, the goals the, the, the goals. the goals of Marco Van Basten. And it would be...
1: Marco Van Basten.
0: Three minutes of brilliance of Marco Van Basten to a dance song or something, or a song of the day. And it was... I'd always just keep watching it going, oh, I need to see Baggio, I need to see Baggio. Baggio. And he said... Baggio. We leave you with the greatest from, uh, from Roberto Baggio. And it was to the music of There's a Party by DJ Bova. Oh, no. <laughs> now, now, it's not a great song. It's horrific. But to this day, I still like listening to that song yeah, because, because of Because of what you've been And if to anyone it. can track down that compilation of highlights.
2: Yep. Well, in the middle of it, there's a bit where um, there was obviously a game where the refereeing by the English ref. In fact, I think in this one, it was a French ref. Um, and um, But it was, it's an old school one. It's like 70s, 80s. Um, and some bloke's getting sent off or whatever. And and the line is, and I've never watched the game in my life, but it's in this package, God bless my soul, the referee's completely blind, <laughs> was what the commentators are saying. So, yeah, got them rolled up well and truly.
0: Well, We uh, we get on to the Nuggets. We're going to deliver the Nuggets. We're not going to go – we're obviously not going to elaborate to them. We'll, 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 I don't need to. I don't need to. We'll um, – We'll post the nuggets as we do all the time, we'll we'll follow them on a race day, yep, but um and we'll surmise how the nuggets went obviously next week, but what are Perfect. the nuggets for this week? Okay, so we're gonna do we are I'm still gonna have six nuggets, yeah, but I'm gonna
2: have three tomorrow at the Oaks. I'm gonna have three on Saturday on Stakes Day, but I am gonna throw in a trifecta for the Oaks, okay. So tomorrow we're looking at race five, number four, truly
1: discreet. Are you writing these down?
2: Running in the country cup, uh, I think it's over 1,600 metres, and it's a race that you can only go in if you're trained in the country. What? Yep. It's a bit bit of discrimination. Race four is only grey gray horses. What? Yeah. Anyway, I move on. Uh, race six, number eight. Is so what, what, going to come that? Back? Is that for a win? Uh, yeah, these are all going to be for for a win. Uh, and truly discreets paying about 6 or $7, so really backable. Again, reasonably large field, so you getting decent odds. Uh, race six, number eight, I really think is my bet of the day, is a horse called Illustrious Lad, and that's uh, a sprint. I think it's it's either 1,100 or 1,200 metres, but it's anyway, it's straight down the straight. For the win? Um, for the win? But I think I, I backed it myself today. I think I got, might have got 750 on it. Yep. Uh, and race nine, number 16, a horse that I backed at Moonee Valley on Cox Plate Day that I think finished fourth, but ran really well, very up-and-coming young filly named Bleu Roche. B-L-U? B-L-E-U.
0: Blur
2: Roche. R-O-C-H-E. What race was that in? Nine. Race nine, number? 16. 16. Bleu Roche. Bleu Roche. So, Oaks is race Eight. And we've been following a couple of these horses. And um, the two biggest protagonists in the race are, number one, Amphitrite. And Amphitrite was very unlucky against Shalala in the um, the Empire Rose Stakes on Derby Day. Road for Luck never got a split. Um, it jumps from 1,600 to 2,500 of the Oaks, which is a massive jump. But I think she's just the best horse in the race. So I think she wins. Um... Very Elegant, who's been one of our nuggets throughout, um, even when it was scratched at Mooney Valley and didn't run. Um, but she, as we've said before, she does a lot wrong. Yep. And, and 2,500 metres, you need a horse that just can relax and chill and all that sort of stuff. So I'm prepared to bet she doesn't win. So I'm saying number one wins uh, from Very Elegant will back in to come second, straight out, and then we're going to stick three horses, nine, 11, and 12 for third. So that's our... Out
0: Nugget Oaks trifecta. Yep, check the Twitter. We'll put all these up numbers and combinations and permutations up on Twitter. Correct. Yep. Love it. Uh, we
2: jump to Saturday, and I'm just sticking to the um, to three of the four really good races. Um, race six is a two. Th- it's called the Matriarch Stakes, two thousand meter race for fillies and mares. I'm backing a New Zealand horse named Savvy Cope. She's race six, number two. Savvy Cope ran in the Cox Plate. Yep. And she won the New Zealand equivalent of the, the Cox Plate called the Kelp Capital Stakes. Um, and I'm just prepared to bet, wait for age level, she's just the best horse in the race. Yep. Um, there's another horse in it called Temple of Bell that's running really, really well. And on form, you'd probably almost take her, but I'm just prepared to bet that the New Zealand thing's just better than them. Okay. Uh, race seven, possibly the race of the Carnival is the VRC Classic, which is a 1,200-meter race down the straight, and there's some fantastic horses in it, and I'll reel a few of them off, but it won't even cover all of them. Red Kirk Warriors won a new market down the straight. Captain. Brave Smash won um, the Manicato Stakes on the Friday night before the Cox Plate Fantastic Run. Uh, Jungle Cat won one of the lead-up races as well, uh, and has come across from Dubai, uh, one of the Godolphin horses, and has been exceptional over in um, Europe and Asia. Um, but I'm going not left of centre because those that have been following it will recognise it's a great horse, a horse called Santa Anna Lane. Um Now, I'd love to give you the number, but I didn't actually write it down, so uh, I could guess, but as we said, we'll put it later. up, so we'll get it right. But yeah. Santa Anna Lane has a devastating finish, and at Flemington down the straight, there's usually a little bit of pace in front, and you need the horse that can get home over the top of them. Yeah. So I think Santa Anna Lane is almost purposely built for... Um, running down the straight. So I reckon it's going to acquit itself very, very well in a very hard race. I reckon I feel like I'm putting my nuggets on the line a little bit by tipping it because a little bit like Zeus saying against Sunlight the other day, great horse, just found one that was just a shade better despite how well it ran. Yep, And lucky last, um, we've got what I reckon is going to come down to a bit of a match race. And um, (laughs) we've got Blair House is one of the Godolphin horses got beaten a nose by Ben Battle in the Mm -hmm. race that Ben Battle won in the lead up to the Cox Plate. One of the the first nuggets. I think it was our first nugget, wasn't it? So Blair House is going into the McKinnon Stakes. It's paying $2.15. It's as short as short. um, And it's the best horse in the race. It's the best performed in the race. And I'm still trying to work out whether I'm going to make it a nugget or not. But I'm going to go against it. Because our girl Shalala, she got me on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> so Shalala is race eight, number eight. Um, what is fascinating about this race is it's a two thousand meter wait for age race, and there was the option to run in the two thousand meter fillies and mares race, which was also wait for age. And the trainers said, "No, nope, we're going up. We're, we're going up against the males. We're going to have a crack." Coin bigger. The coin is bigger, but at the end of the day, if you it's can guarantee it, this all, is it's... the McKinnon. This is the McKinnon. It did the same thing last year. It won the Kennedy Mile last year. It was then called the Cantala Stakes. McKinnon was the chairman of the VRC back in the day, wasn't he? LKS oh. McKinnon was his name. I don't know who he was. I don't know what he did, but that was his name.
1: Well, Fab would know. He's a big fan
2: of the turf for a long time, Fab. <laughs> so, no, look, we're going to back Shalala in. We've um, She's been one of ours for a while. We love the cut of her jib. She's step, stepping up from 1,600 metres, which has been her pet distance her whole career. Oh, she's she's, she's got jumping the... up to 2,000. It's a huge ask, nah, but just she's prepared to bet. She's got the extra fighter. Well, she there. rattles home so well that I just think at the end of the day, whatever pace, Kenneth
0: Scobie McKinnon. I told you it was
2: LKS. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'm just prepared to bet Shalala's going to get the last crack at Blair House, and I'm going to back her in, because when she comes, she comes like a freight train. So, uh, Who are you talking about? Shalala.
1: Okay, just want to make that clear.
2: And so, if she can back up a nugget from last weekend, uh, she'll um, she'll definitely put the crumb on my chicken breast on your schnitzel. (laughs) But that would see us out for the carnival. There is. um, there will be Sandown Guineas coming up next weekend. Oh, that's the race um, meet Fab's
1: been fucking preparing for. Well, yeah. You know, Fab's it's, all over it, the Sandown Guineas. He rang me up the other night. He said, Sean, <laughs> I've got one to watch for the Sandown Guineas. And What's I said, What's
0: wrong with you? Well, I, when... I said,
1: What is it? <laughs> we'll see if Fab's this enthused. Uh, when, when is the Sandown Guineas?
2: Uh, it'll be the week after uh, Emirates Stakes Day. Perfect. So they go to their Flemington Carnival and then they jump over to Sandown. They Beautiful have uh, three or down. four
0: decent races over there. Beautiful
1: Sandown. Wonderful um, part of the world. Hmm.
0: You're a prick. <laughs> Seriously, there's, there's there's something not quite right with you. So, um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll at next week's record. Fab, you'll be able to take us all the way through. Uh, well, we'll
0: have uh, some nuggets for next. He was day a company for... director and in 1935, chairman of the Victorian Racing Club. There you go. Because he's in the Farlet movie. Great movie. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Great movie you see I've, I've always Far Lap Hero to a Nation One of Kelly's favourites One of uh, I think, I think um, Kelly's I think, Kath, Kath watched it the other day Shout out to Kath the And owner, shout out to Kelly Kelly's grandfather and auntie Are in the movie As extras wow. or Yeah I think they were just there On they were just there. race day yeah. for um,
1: I think uh, Well I don't think I know For a fact that uh, Ross's old man in Friends Played um, the owner Oh
3: of, the American owner yeah.
1: Schwimmer Of Farlap. No, mm-hmm. in Friends, Ross's old man.
0: The guy who plays Ross's old man in Friends. No, no,
1: sorry, Rachel's old man. I'm an idiot. Elliot Gould plays Ross's old man. He was not in Farlap. <laughs> um And yeah, okay. Christina Pickles plays um, Ross and Monica's mother. She was in Masters of the Universe with... Was she Teela? No, she was not Teela. Um, she she was... Uh, sorceress. She was a sorceress who, of course, you know, shared the screen. No, Dolph Lundgren was He-Man. He was not the sorceress. That would have been interesting. Um... Frank Langella was Skeletor. And, uh, yeah, Christina Pickles, the sorceress, alongside Courtney Cox, who would later team up some 10 years later as mother and uh, daughter.
0: There and was on Bruce Springsteen. On the brig- Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark. Yeah, correct. Yeah, she was in that. She looked like a boy. Yeah. She did haircut. What a track. What, a what, tr- a, what nearly, an album. Nearly a flawless song. Nearly a flawless song.
1: Was he wearing the denim at that stage? Was he wearing the denim, yes, denim jacket? And,
0: denim and a, no, denim and a white t-shirt up on stage with a bandana. He had the no, yeah. It's a hat.
1: He had the sleeves rolled up, didn't he? He did love oh, yes, a yes,
0: bit yeah. of a sleeve roll.
1: Hey, baby.
0: Great song. Great song. That's yeah. on the car on the way home. Okay. I think that'll be at the end of the pod. No,
1: nah, I've already got what's happening at the oh, end really? of the pod.
2: What is it? Is it the it's Roberto Baggio song? Baggio. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's okay. not. I've forgotten what that is already. Oh, please. Or are we on uh, Brian Adams?
1: There's a couple actually in the mix Everything this week. Do, There's a couple do in the mix. Wrap us up, Sean. Yeah, we're, I think we're done, aren't we?
2: I think we're done. We're done. We're for me,
1: good. Sean Pilash. And for Fabian Guadagnolo. De and for Tim Benz. Always a pleasure. That is us done for another week. We'll catch it next week.
0: If Sean's available, go your good thing.
3: You.